Real News Network. In association with Distressed Mortgage Holders Carry and Anti-Eviction Task Force. Podcast 2. TRS and explaining the spreadsheet. TRS is interest. Your interest payment for the stock percentage from the state is paid. On from the state is from you. It's yours. It's, it's the taxpayer's money. Mm-hmm. But you get a certain percentage of that, and it's applied to your interest on your mortgage. Okay. We found in some cases that um, married couples should be getting say thirty percent. We found in certain cases that people have been only getting four point nine percent. So this is where there's um, it's defrauding the state. And we've also found that it's kind of like there's an open ticket to where the banks, we don't know, we don't know if they're, the banks appear to be, um, they seem to be covered, this, they appear to be covered under the Finance Act 2001. Basically the government wrote it such a way. That the banks don't have to apply the full amount of TRS, but they still get it. So the banks get it and they don't apply it. That. They get it, but they don't they pass it on. Pass, apply it. They take, get your money that you gave through the government to give to them to give to you. We got on With to the government's <coughs> consent and vote in such a manner. We and they, they get it even when they don't pay. Yes. Yeah. We're, we're unaware of We're that. Not sure of the they can yet. get it written into the law. Yeah. Now, as we know, um, mm-hmm. if you can get something and revenue decides, don't need to look there. Yeah. Oh, which yeah. they more than likely do because the government are going just don't look there but we, we spoke that's to, what we guess we spoke to Claire Daly we spoke to Claire Daly yes. and Mick Wallace about this and they're very interested in it and they want to um, submit parliamentary questions into Michael Noonan now they've so far submitted one and Noonan hasn't allowed the question so there's also another there's also another thing to this and it's that everything everything is so hidden about TRS we can yeah. even revenue.ie and all those it stinks because it of it's hidden beyond belief that there yeah, is yeah. that our suspicions could be true right so we, TRS. TRS tax, tax relief of course everyone is entitled to it if it's if you are a it depends actually everyone's entitled to it everyone is everyone is the amount depends on who you are and what you are. So basically, according to this, you are. Everyone is entitled to it. Non-first-time buyers get 15%. So basically, um, this is the sort of spreadsheet that we're, we're moving towards, uh, or trying to. So it's a slight variation. The other one, instead of the individual days, what we've done is uh, worked out that this can calculate the number of days. So you, you pick dates um, where transactions happen or don't happen or an event happens or doesn't happen. So with this, you just input dates. And what we're doing is starting with green. Green means it's input. So when we start with this, I, I go into this later, so i probably just go with the TRS. But um, the green means this is where you actually input a date. White means it'll calculate it. So it, these are all formulas. So you input in. only on the green. Only on the green, green and stuff like that. Now, according to uh, revenue, and it's very hard to find out the facts, is that TRS for any first-time buyer is 25%, whether you're a couple or single. And it doesn't matter as long as the whole amount of money went for the purchase or upgrade of your, of your residence, rented or otherwise. It doesn't really matter. Um, now, in most instances, the mortgages, even if you've just got a top-up, they'll tell you it went to 100%. So we really don't have an issue there. But we, that can affect it. So in this instance, there was a, all right, a couple 
uh, it was a remortgage, <coughs> but you're still entitled because the full amount went on the upgrade of the property according to the bank's documentation. What they did with it, you know how the banks do what they do. So he's fully entitled to 25% TRS. So in this instance, the actual loan was a 350. So the bank balance was 350. It's a subprime, the worst I've ever seen, 9.94%. Yeah. That meant above ECB was 5.69%. Now, the loan letter offer stated 9.04. So first of all, yeah. they've overcharged the interest yeah. rate. That's fact one. It should have been a 4.79 spread. And that, that's an implied spread that we're going to assume. So unless they can have an argument against that, it stands. Um, not a great one, but it'll do. So what he did was, as we all did in those subprime, you to pay a facility fee just for the joy of getting one at the beginning, and it's a couple of grand. So he paid it and credited it, and it affected the daily interest rate. And we get cracking. So we start with the daily interest rate. And as usual, for six, he got it, um, started a drawdown the 16th of July. So we went 16th of July to the 17th of July because there was an event where there was a payment. And then we went from the 17th to the 22nd where there was uh, the payment was due. So it was a credit and then a minus. It just happened to be that way. So we'll ignore that. That's not really relevant. So basically, from the 16th of July until a payment was made, which happened to be, which was quite good now in this instance, 16th of August, so they didn't have the build-up that we talked about earlier. The, um, this is the accumulation of the daily interest rate at the applicable rate. Now, the total of that comes to 2961. They've applied 3066, and we've got inconsistencies that we can't establish facts. So it's just inconsistencies. The only thing you can do is establish what they've done. And we've put down the right percentage rate at the formula, and it should have been, sorry, it should have been 267774. So these are the totals that will come up automatically with the dates, and we just actually total them. So that's actually some of that. Now, what they've done is this. TRS is applied, now that we can work out the interest rate, TRS is applied at 25% for them. Now, 25% is €766 that they should have got off either the interest or off their payment. Either or. There's only two methods, and it goes to a funding account. Funding account. We don't know the definition of funding account. I would class the mortgage account as the funding account. Now, the other, other, everything else is classed as your current account. So straight away, this has a knock-on effect. It's like an overpayment of €766, Euro, which is huge. So you start building this in that your overall balance now, they have theirs risen to 353, we have a 351, 349, 348. When the first payment, we're, we're down. This is a knock-on effect which compounds. If we follow it through to the end of the year, Basically, they applied no TRS whatsoever, and this seems to be consistent with every single mortgage, apart from very few that I've. Yeah, we're, we're finding that um, they, in the majority of cases that the bank hasn't applied any TRS to any mortgage for that first year. Your first year is your highest year, interest you pay it's, it's generally. The most you pay, and when you're mostly struggling, and they're not applying the TRS. And it's the biggest balance outstanding, so therefore the percentage on the balance outstanding is largest because the balance outstanding is its largest Sorry, point. Tell me, of course, you're over there, but TRS is applied if you pay back into a current account. Yes. 
No, you see, in this instance, they didn't apply to anything. <coughs> Nothing. Nothing. In most instances, they don't apply to anything. They just no. We don't know that either. But we, we can't establish that fact. The only one who can establish that is revenue and their year-end accounts in the banks. So we, we can't go there. We're hoping Clare the Daily and McWallace are going to uh, help Push us it. to go and look and, at it. And a data access request to the revenue? But who has the right for that access request? Maybe we do, but we need to have an angle to get in, or they say you're just... Are you saying well, your, your name is on it and it's referring to you? Possibly, but it would have to refer to my personal account. And they could only possibly ask on that. We don't even and know. then they'd go, well, we don't know what the bank did. I'm sure they did, as the fraud squad told us. I'm sure the bank did the right thing, but we don't need to investigate that fraud. Just like the data access uh, commissioner. Well, I'm sure they weren't in breach, even though you've got evidence that they are. So we don't need to investigate that fraud. Every agency of the state have come up with the same thing. So I'm sure revenue will do the exact same thing. I wouldn't anticipate. That's why I'm hoping for angles and, and arguments to come in to go, how do we find that out for a fact? Not what we think. But if we just bring it to our case, or this case, he was entitled to as a taxpayer that he pays tax for the government to hold him to trust to give him back when he needs it most, which is this. And it's, it's a good system, but they gave it to the bank to administer now, as for your point there, putting it into which they do, in, in the Act, we've been looking up the Act. It never states current account. It says funding account. Now, I'd say that's a current account. What the bank claimed was that the account you pay your mortgage out of was the funding. They call that the funding account. That's interpretation. I know yeah. that what they told. Oh, yeah, they lie. they said. Now, we, to prove what we need to do is establish facts. What is a current account according to the law? And in the first part of the law is interpretation of words. And if that doesn't come into it, the Interpretation Acts come into it. So we start looking at that. Now, that Interpretation Acts are, are way going way back. That's where you learn about your person. But there's more, there's more to this because um, in revenue, revenue state, there's two ways. Two methods there's only. There's two methods, and it's nothing about paying into a person's current No. It says to reduce to the interest the or apply it to the funding. Now, my interpretation of my contract, which I know for a fact, apparently, I would argue this is my funding account. Uh, argument, so it's yet to be proven. But they have but to goes, disprove it. Against revenue anyway, because revenue will have but let's say there's, there's still there. two options. Now, the bank pick and choose which option. Now, if they pick and choose option A, yeah. they win. If they pick option B, you win. Which option do you think they've picked mm. consistently? And they're all doing it. And it has a knock-on effect to the interest. <coughs> so we start finding out that, let's say in this, because it's only a couple of month period, it builds up to 3,700. So this is just building an argument. And yeah, he got zero. They, they kept 3,700 of that man's money. No, I say, now, that is possible. We can't no, prove it. Is, is, is it that amount? Yes. Yes. That's the amount. That's the amount. Offset against his account. Either offset against his payment. So his payment of three or two nine there is is his payments of two nine should have been offset by seven two. So his actual payment should have been two two as a direct debit. That's option one. Option two is either to offset against the funding account, which is a far preferential, as in you pay your two seven two nine, and you get this as an actual extra payment, which knocks your mortgage. It hammers it. It hammers it down, which hammers your interest, which hammers everything else, which makes it actually a lot more... But it didn't either. It, it's, it's option C, which was... It was option... Well, that's not enough. There's only two options. They picked neither. 
So first of all, they've, they've caused you a loss with your own money. It's your revenue. Well, that's that. Yes. It's defaulting the state, actually. It's worse. It's, you can go, go further. This is, you can go further with this, but we, we'll get just the basics on it first, and the arguments will start to flow. Year two, again, we're watching, it's 25% in this instance, and let's go to the total. There's 7,000 is what they should have been entitled to. That's what the bank applied. That's the percentage, and that's the percentage they applied. There's a percentage there now. So now you're talking about that they're missing that figure. Now, the knock-on effect is, you can see the interest rate there is 29,000. I'm calculating close, so I'm showing there's a differential for whatever reason. But that's what should have been the knock-on effect of the interest. Now there's an eight grand effect on interest because of TRS. And that's year two. It's actually year one and a half. Now we're starting to see in this year, interest was seven grand of an overcharge. TRS on year one was three seven. The difference is that. These are adjustments for whatever calculations. And these are knock-on effects of interest as well. Now we're dealing with an 18 grand overcharge. Undercharge, or sorry, let's put it as a basic. We can prove a question mark. We're dealing with an eighteen thousand question mark. We're unknown, so it starts to open up questions. As we keep following this, in year two, according to the revenue, it drops to twenty-two and a half percent, which is fine, and that accumulates to six four. They applied, so it's coming close five three, and it's eighteen percent versus twenty-two and a half. Small difference. But we can see now, as we bring that small difference in, TRS, what interest, because of the differential, they're using a different figure. Now we see his balance at 394 versus 366. Now, first of all, how can you charge interest on 394 when you only borrowed 350? So you're going back to that fundamental yeah, question. Yeah. So even if you ignore that one and stick with this one, now we'll go to the following year and see how the impacts are. Is this making sense? Yeah. yeah. Now, it's a bit much as I'm not expecting you. I just want to hit you, and that's it. So if you've got a punch, I'm happy. Uh, 22% next year now drops to 3. So you've your question, why 3? Why 18? Why 4? Why 2? The questions just grow, and the answers get smaller. And you're going, that's a difference of this. Uh, interest, again, is knock-on effect. Everything you do is knock-on effect. No, 39,000. 39,000, year 3. Year four, and he's running into difficulties. He's running into rears. So rears are building big time because these are the, met, the amounts that's been repaid on that's what they're asking for. So there's 2,200 of rears building monthly. Now we're in year four of. You're dealing with astronomical figures here. Um, here's the way it keeps going. Now, this is where uh, end of 2015, and this is what the bank are telling us and sent the letter to him. This is where I start to question redemption statements and everything. Because in this instance, his arrears says 243,000. Now we're 2015 and starting 28. That's five, six, seven years. 243 in arrears. Now we know interest has been applied to that. Now what they've said, which is very strange, their balance, overall balance is 500,000 owing. And they're calculating interest on that. But they're saying redemption is 297. So now we've got there's something inconsistent here. What is the inconsistency? Redemption goes down, which it should. That's why why aren't we charged interest on redemption? <laughs> why are we charged daily interest on this, which is 107 euro a day? It goes cuckoo. If you follow that same principle on, because the ECB is a 0.05 
5%. This is the rate they're applying. That's a spread of this and an effect. Now we're at 122373. That's the difference. And that's 122,373 questions. Why? How? What method? Can you do it? And my TRS, which according to Enda and Co., who did a great thing, which allowing us at 30% if we bought between 04 and 08 during the boom, with the TRS extended to 2017. And anyone bought there gets TRS at 30% to help you. What would it be for a single person? It, if you're a single first time, 30%. 30% of your interest. But of your interest charge. But Revenue and their loveliness sent letters apparently to the banks, banks in 2012 banks. to start in either 2013 or it's, 2014. They sent the letter in 2011, I think. Right, so it starts in 2012. They sent a letter. We got one from um, a request. And the letter said that the bank was telling the customer that they had been advised by revenue. So basically the bank is saying they were advised by revenue that if you're unable to make your full mortgage payments, that your TRS can be... Say you're making half a mortgage payment. You get half your TRS. You get half your TRS. That's when we started digging in then to the Finance Act and Revenue.e and all that. And it states that even if... That the bank gets a full 30%. Even even if the person didn't make a payment... The bank can still claim the thirty percent. You're dealing with nine grand in this year, and they were charging and giving them seventy-five now, euro worse, and getting well, entitled to eight ninety. People that can't make their full mortgage payments, they're the ones that actually need the thirty percent. Of course. So now, if the fi- if revenue did this, it's discriminatory. But it's unconstitutional as well. Unconstitutional. It's a person who's down because we pay taxes and all food to help same. everyone. That's the only principle for a government mm-hmm. there to do this. So if they've done this, guaranteed, whatever way you look at that act, if it's true, now we have yet to find in the act to say that they can that they should do this. So either revenue lied and did this to help the bank. So basically, this is we look at it as a bailout. It's unconstitutional. It's inequitable. It's discriminatory. It's, it makes the worst problem worse. It, by it, it compounds someone's arrears again, which is interesting. 1.91%. They were giving them 75 euro TRS when it should have been 30 on 2,900 euro. It should have been 874. This is what they've been doing. If we applied that down, and this is after seven it years, we're at 130. As well. So I decided there's only one thing you can do with this, and you have to make this is the argument. So follow the argument through. So the only way you can follow the argument through is stick with the facts. You know, fact A, ECB is this, so we can only assume it stays that way. Fact B is their interest rate at this, and TRS stops at 2017, and the interest and see the differential. This is what the figures came up with if I followed it right through. That's the overcharge, 612,000 on a 350 mortgage overcharge. That's the differential. That means he's supposed to owe 735 plus the arrears, which were 240 uh, 10 years previously. God only knows what figure that would work out to be. And interest on both. Now, if you want to really, really show what the bank's funding, if they want to go with this massive model called that they borrow on the markets, well, let's go and make an analysis on that and we follow market as being ECB and we put in zero. Zero. No, not. Zero. There we go. And let's zero the spread. 
on the adjusted rate to give what they've done and what if we just go with ECB rate and if they follow that on the market. This opens up another question. If you have a variable and the ECB rate on offer was quite low and the bank chose, as is their entitlement, not to give you that but vary against something else, which is what the arguments are going through the 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 Oireachtas, not the courts. If they did that and they managed and wrote your account, as a manager, they have a duty of care to you. Is their duty of care to give you the best um, rate that they can find on the market? Okay, what happened here? The answer I'd be saying is yes, and they failed and are negligent in their duty of care to you. In the meantime, I'd ask the bank for the methodology and they weren't giving to me. In, the, in between all that, I knew he was the numbers guy, so I went to him and I said to him, you've got to look at what McDaniels said on to me. So then, in between all that, McDaniels did get his mortgage checked with um, the bank check as well. He gave us the information the bank check gave to him. So we were able to use that and Man manipulate the spreadsheet as in he, he's created the way that suits him and his head. Yeah, yeah so yeah, it's so not going to suit. Change for everybody. You, if, can. you see, I look at things my way, and that's just the way and I am. And everyone <coughs> looks at things their way. So if we can get it that I start looking at the way we all should look at it. So, so this is just the layout, <coughs> but the, the form is always going to be the same. So if you want to get cracking and uh, so green, see how you just the do it. Very input. Everything else is input. Yeah, is there. So the first is thing you do is enter the amount. And you've just followed that same formula? No, I put up uh, procedure notes that go with it and a sample uh, statements. Okay. So what we do is in this instance we actually pick what you know best. Um, this you just enter in. It happens to be uh, 2007, so we rename that. And we start with the date, which was. What date? 26. What's that word? 26-2-7. And 226-2-7. So we start with the first drawdown date. This is just number of days. When this is the date of advance. So we, we have to start with the two greens here. The next one to fit in the ECB at that point was. Let's pick a figure, it doesn't matter. We, we just go with this that it was 4%, was it? Let's just move enough for it. Don't be lazy, but you wouldn't pre populate the ECB rate because you have got that. You must have that done. Because it's a set rate that has never changed. I don't know how to do it. But the ECB rate So I'm hoping that. You can follow, yeah. But you, you have one figure somewhere on a, on a special. On a piece of paper that I have that input, and then when I go, oh, missed it. Delete, delete, delete. Yeah, go right. back. So, yes, there's a way to do it. I don't know how. No, because if you're, each one of these is going to be a variable. So when your date starts on the 26th of February 07, mm -hmm. you need to know how was the ECB rate mm -hmm. then. So you need to then come up with a formula that says if else oh, yeah. B1 is between this parameter and that parameter, ECB it's is that. Mm -hmm. Now, how do you write it? So I, I can sort of come up with it, but I can't. Yeah. I, I don't know the language. So, But there's, there's people here who That's do. And if you don't know someone, someone does know. So there's a formula for everything, just yeah. how do you say it? Formula is just language. Mm -hmm. So how do you say it? So for the moment I can't, so I just manually enter and mm -hmm. take it from there. So then you go bank interest rate, whatever their spread the ECB was. ECB rate is the ECB rate for 
uh, uh, for a quarter. Like that's the same for every quarter, isn't it? No, it changes, and it, you see it. I have a spreadsheet with the ECB rates on it. Oh, sorry, yeah. First they are, but somehow we find that the banks move it up the day before, two days before yeah, you're gone. These have clairvoyance. We're dealing with clairvoyant banks that know exactly what's going to happen, which is a shock to the system. So you start establishing patterns once you get the, the facts down. That was the other thing, I'm sorry about that the banks, that they're applying the interest rate was the ECB, they're applying it when it goes down. Oh, yeah. They, what was that? When it goes up, they apply it sooner. When it goes yes. down, they apply it later. later. Well, yeah, I've done a, let's say, synopsis for someone, yes. and yeah, it was, was you start. Sample IRC check. It takes six days or something when it's in their favour and 19 days when it's not in their favour. Yeah, you're dealing with... Something like that. Yeah, here we go. So what I've done is, after you do a report and work out, you try and establish facts. Because facts are the only thing you can work off. So in this instance, on whoever it was, it was a tracker with a bank and... Oh, there we are. Uh, (laughs) It has ECB plus uh, 60%, so they're discounted for the first 12 months, and tracker of plus 0.8 over the rest. Yeah. Now, the way they actually word it, which is, I just came to me last night, it's we will never go above 60% and we will never go above 80%. Now, that means they're keeping the parameter there. Now, we always interpret to be, well, they must go to the extreme. Why can't they go to zero? Or in between. Is that not a valid argument? It's in between parameters. When they breach it, which they do all the time, when interest rate change, they allow five to seven, 30 days to adjust it. They've actually breached that clause now. It's, it's a weak argument, but it's actually a very strong, from another point of view, and it depends on what way you wish to interpret contracts. Uh, as your definition going into the contract where you miss all these things. So let's say after this, after the ECB, the interest may, must change within one calendar month. Now, again, this is, oh, yeah. interpret that. that. Again, yeah. Does it mean 31 days, 28 days, 32, uh, 30 days? Within or does it mean within, within the, the calendar month? Yeah. So you're going, there's a lot of ambiguity that you need to work out. These are the TRS, uh, first-time buyer, which this person was. They're the rates that apply. And from year seven onwards, exception to the above. So now we've got an exception. Anyone who purchased from January to December 08, TRS will be. So exception means everything else is gone. This is the rule that takes over. So non-time, first-time buyer, 15. Now, according to this, the ECB rates are TRS. They applied 0 in 07. It should have been, according to that, 25. Yeah. 0, 25, 0, 22 and a half. They applied 18 when they should have been 22, 7, 22, yeah. 12, 30, 11, yeah. and then they stopped it. They just stopped no it. reason. Uh, so we can just go to repair because we can't, we can't say it establish. So you, you have to go with arguments. And that has an effect of this. And it will also affect the interest rate. There's a knock-on effect on the interest rate. Huge. Then the interest rate, and uh, between the and parameters... And you can see this now, you can see it. Discount rate applies for the first uh, 12 months. The plus, they went within five days. The minus, they, it took them 23 days. So, and that has effect. And also, they can, because the parameters, but if they can do it, you could switch it and go, I wish to have 23 days later when it's a plus. 
and five days when it's a minus. Mm. And why can't I? It's equitable. Why can't you? The arguments start to come up, and it just depends on the arguments. So this is where they manipulate it to their advantage. And now they're supposed to be managing and equitable. Now they're, they're both. They gave you the loan. They gave you the terms and conditions. They wrote the contract. They explained everything to you. And, and they manage your account. So now they're, they're in conflict as well. Sorry. And, yeah. We just um, started. They're managing your account for their shareholders. Oh, okay. yeah. Right. That's what they're doing. Yeah. Right. So now, they're within <coughs> the laws that... Was that explained to you that they would manage it to the worst to your advantage? Yes, obviously. Obviously it was, then, yeah. Okay, we've no argument. So we can just see if we can come up with anything. But what we're getting is consistency. Surely this should be consistent and equitable if a contract must be fair and equitable. Otherwise it's a unilateral contract. Well, it has to be fair and equitable according to what their shareholders need. No, because you're talking about your contract, not the shareholder's contract. This is my contract with you now. Should my contract, you should I be fair you bought, you bought you a product, and it's, it's, a, it's a performing product. Yeah, and you can't have unfair bargaining power either. So yes, they have the overriding to the shareholders does exist, but not in our contract. Yeah. So now like we're going you're, 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 in a, you're in a two for me, one for you. And uh, you're saying that it needs to be a two The parameters are there, you have to stick to them. You need to stick to how they over, what they overcharge you, not the subjectiveness of equity between... But if everything is equity. Yeah, I know, but for the purposes of nailing yeah. this down, I think you, you need to go with what I was physically... Oh, yeah, just win the yeah. simple argument. The arguments mm-hmm. about applying rates, I don't think... Oh, no, that's Only, well, what I'd theory is this, that if you get the simple arguments where it's black and white mm-hmm. and you start applying consistency, this now applies weight to this. Nothing more, but it, what it is is... Uh, it has weight, yeah. We start with... Overcharge. You two overcharge in black and white because they said ECB here and you didn't. You did this and move my payment did you didn't. You d- these things go with the simple things, and then it'll add weight to your uh, bigger arguments, Overall. which you're just going. And to add to this, look what they did. It's just, it's just to add weight to your argument, and you look to see that when the days went down, it was in a uh, disadvantage. They started drawing it out, but when it was going up, which were in yellow, and to their advantage, they were very fast to jump in. Mm, yeah. That's and manipulation of the library case on a local level. Mm. Yeah. Uh, well, it's manipulation of the contract to the best advantage for yourself and the shareholder, which is fine. Yeah. But was it explained to you? Did you have a chance to counteract the manipulation? Did you uh, know in, this one? In, in other jurisdictions, bankers have been uh, brought to court and jailed for this. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but here and like that, even up north, it's happening, and down south, it's not. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, bank has been done up in uh, up yeah. in Belfast, but it's not done here. Mm-hmm. Mm. Is it our same, arguments same, aren't right? Same rate, uh, you know, same parent. But why, why are they getting done there and they're not getting done here? You've been in court and you can't figure that one out. <laughs> <laughs> We're a bit slow, but we'll yeah. get there. <laughs> yeah. So basically when you did it and average it the way they love figures manipulation, it's yeah. 5.66 days against 19.36. So you start to establish yeah. and that does benefit them at the expense of you. Now you have another tangible loss. So if you suffer a loss at the hands of someone managing something for you... It's a tort. It's, again, you're dealing with tort. Yeah. And has your loss... Can you quantify it? Because they always go, you go, you go. Well, I'm sure it's bad. Now you can quantify it and start putting down quantities. What is it? Now, we're... TRS now applied 114 euro. It doesn't matter as long as your charges to apply to your account. Because you were mismanaged, they charged you then for, for your fault when it was their fault. So how a charge has been applied? 
why don't we charge them back? It, it opened. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah on it was on it was on it was on it. I loved it. And triple damages. Yeah. Yeah. So first, just establish what they've done, establish the facts, put them down, and then come up with an argument, and then find if we can find legal arguments, points law, case, mm. case law, case law, case law. Yeah. Is the one that uh, we you'd need to three hundred people just yeah. every day, and you still couldn't get there. Um, and go with that. So this is basically, let's say, the, the results of a check. And what to do? This will be going in. I want to find out from Claire Daly first, so I'm hoping mm-hmm. next week we're going to start the letter for this one and go, it'll be the first one. Uh, but yours will go through the court, so that'll be yeah. interesting. But this is the first one just on a letter, letter basis only. Without see problem. what they do, see what they come back with, and see what we can use as an argument every time. Now, I've got an idea, and it's, it's basically your type process. Yeah. Entice them in to come back and say, you're an idiot, I'm Johnny, uh, that's Rob. And I go, yeah. thank you, Johnny. I just want a name. Give me one name. Yes. Johnny is now, you've seen the account. Yeah. You know the account because you came back and said it's Rob, therefore you've seen it. Johnny, you now it's know it. Please tell me about this, this, it's this, in, this, this. It's in his knowledge. It's, it's in knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. His knowledge of it. They'll come back with sign, sign in the bank or uh, stamp or illegible. Uh, case managers, that, that didn't get that TD girl out of her trouble with National Irish Bank when she was 7,000 insurance policies. So, you know, didn't mm-hmm. Yeah, that didn't work for her. She went, she went they, they used to rely on that case saying, oh, I work for the bank, so I'm okay. Well, oh, yeah, we've got a case law to get them. Yeah, that, uh, they, they wanted to get her for another reason, but... They but if you can attack, which is a, not a nice thing to do, it's a the person... Done and will do, and all done things not right and never checked up on. But if we don't do it uh, to a point and basically threaten them, the threat is all the threats, of course, to the rest of us are sent us here. The threat is enough that will have them not able to eat breakfast because they're swirling, not able to sleep at night because their head's reeling, wondering. We've got two bankers now reeling for three months, waiting on us bringing the court for defamation and perjury. So there's a threat, but we're not going to do the perjury. But even if you leave the TRS out of it... Oh, it's still... No, yeah. And you just go with your very first one you yeah. went with, okay, right? That gives you so much... If the, you bring the TRS into it, you, you, I, I, I'm all reading so far as you're muddying the waters a little bit, yeah. okay, right? Mm-hmm. But with your first part of it, and your argument on the first part of it, your first temptation to show them the... But if they the don't, figures, that's very hard if, if they don't manipulate the figures, which trackers so far with the pillars don't. They're within the parameters. It's very hard to TRS is the only TRS, one we can go in. And if you're meant to get 30% TRS, of your money, as well. it's, it's not anyone else's exactly. money. If they did give you that 30% of that's your it. money, that's it. The level where this is at, you know, and, uh, you know, like that, uh, uh, we need to wake up and Big face time. the fact that we're, we're slaves, we're dead slaves. You know, and what we're finding out is the same thing as they found out in the Colosseum back in the Roman days, mm. 2,000 years ago. What? We don't have to get eaten by the lions? Yeah. We can have our freedom. We just have to walk out the door? Yeah. Thank you for listening. Please share. Subscribe to Real News Network on Facebook. Real News Network, in association with 
Distressed Mortgage Holders Carry, and Anti-Eviction Task Force.